What's up, pals? Thanks for tuning in. This is episode 170 of Super Nerd Pals. I'm your host, Andy Carasquillo. And I'm your other host, Chris Sampson. Oh, uh, wait, is it this at 171? Because we recorded that really quick 15-minute episode last week at Ryan's Dark Baptism. No, that was like 170 Alpha, I think we called it. Oh, I see. Okay. Okay. I, I remember I purposely named it like an Alpha or like... Alpha. Great. <laughs> shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, Andy, it's been one week since we hung out in person. Yes. And, uh, we've hung out in person at least, what, three times in, uh, in the past like six months? Yeah. This is unheard of. It's because Chris lives closer now. I yes, it's so much easier to get to New York City, and I love it. So we're gonna do it again soon. Yeah. So what have you been up to uh, in this past week? Uh, a lot of Pokemon and a bit of Dragon Ball Z Kakarot. Hell yeah! Same, same. It's uh, I, I I finally beat Pokemon. Um, uh, it took me a really long time. I was I was just taking my sweet time, and uh, now it's up to finishing the decks and i started playing uh dbc kakarot as well so stay tuned uh andy and i uh and stan and whoever else uh we could get on there we're gonna be doing a special dragon chat episode about that in the near future really really random but uh the day after this episode airs is when the kingdom hearts dlc will be releasing oh i had no idea that was yeah my bad <laughs> I, wait they released a trailer for that recently didn't they yeah yeah okay um i completely forgot about it until i googled it and then i was talking with zach and he was like how hype are you for the the dlc and i was like i'm extremely hype except i didn't realize it comes out next week until like yesterday so <laughs> gotta clear my schedule <laughs> oh yes that's awesome. So my other thing besides Pokemon and Kakarot, um, more Dungeons and Dragons. Uh, so I just started uh, DMing uh, a full campaign um, this past Wednesday. And then I'm helping my coworker who's organizing a bunch of uh, community events. And way back ago, we were talking about this, Andy. So... The full campaigns are officially started. Descent to Avernus. It's Mad Max in Hell. And I'm so excited. We had a great first session. Uh, I was talking with uh, some peeps like Zach and Damien, fellow super nerd pals, friends extraordinaire. And they're all they're super hyped for D&D. And I know we used to do super dungeon pals. So, Andy, I want to play some more D&D. So we should do it soon. We will try to play some more D&D. I think the problem with the D&D, like us playing D&D, was uh, making sure everyone had a schedule to come together. That is the universal bane of D&D, is like making sure you, like we all of our schedules co- coincide. And um... Well, especially if we have like Zach on, because Zach exactly. is like 16 <laughs> hours ahead, I believe. Yeah. So I, I heard of this group... They've been playing D&D together for, like, a, a god-awful long time. Um, maybe, like, four, like maybe like five or six years in the same campaign. And all of them live, like, internationally. Like, two of them live in the, in the U.S. What, two of them live in Europe. One of them lives in, like... like I, I feel like one of them does live in Australia. 
uh and i was like how do you coordinate like do you not guys not sleep it's it's well that's why five uh, years five year campaign but yeah oh no we'll get we'll get uh, i would i mean zach zach works at a at a board game cafe part-time um and he's he just picked up the one of the beginner starter sets he's gonna run that and i'm very excited for him and he's uh he's picking up this pokemon D homebrew style campaign and it's like hell yeah we should try that out too that sounds cool but yeah D is not today's focus of the episode andy it's about pokemon it's about nintendo this is gonna be a nintendo heavy episode so uh let's let's talk about all these updates uh hold on before last... we get into the nintendo stuff I just want to talk about Mad Max Fury Road real quick. Oh yes, of course. We can't. Of we course. can't ignore that, Chris. We can't ignore it. Um. Yeah. So Mad Max Fury Road actually won a uh, film of the century. Film of the century. Those. Those that are some wild. bold words. Yes, I, I'm very pleased, and congratulations to George Miller. Everyone on the production team, and especially Tom Hardy and Charlize Theron, that is just insane. I I feel so vindicated, and as a Mamex fan, like yes, yes, people people acknowledge how great this is, and it like it even beat out it's because it's film of the century, so it's from nineteen twenty to well. 1919 to 2019 and like that means that it beat out the last mad max movies every single one yes, of them exactly uh every godzilla movie I every mean, godzilla movie <laughs> um it beat out like avatar marvel movies it, if you want to just talk about like cultural milestones you know it, it beat out like i don't know like james cameron's titanic which held like the highest record for box office gross for like over 10 years or some some crazy amount of time like that and that movie was uh, also in the theaters for like six months yeah i mean when you think about it like fury road beat out like the original star wars because the original star wars came out like 1978 or something like that yep uh and, and that original star wars was 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 in theaters for like a full year but i'm not complaining this is is incredible you know it's actually been not that long since i've watched it so i need to watch it again because like that movie never gets old for me it just and actually i mean that movie's responsible for like how i'm here on the show because like you guys brought me in because like yeah oh, who, i was just Chris gonna say like a that, bad expert. that movie is the reason yes it is that the movie, only like, reason uh, I'm, I'm here it kind of it kind of influenced <laughs> Super Nerd Pals a little. So. Yeah. Oh, Maybe they took well, that into consideration. Yes. They were like, yes. you got Chris on Super Nerd Pals. It has to win. George Miller Senpai, he was like, you know what? I wanted to do a solid for Chris. He's been waving the flag <laughs> for, for all these years. Now, I'm wondering, like, it's been on and off. I know, I know George Miller mentioned in passing at interviews that he's wrote like spec scripts um for uh, a, a sequel to Fury Road. I can't believe it already it's like as of as of May of this year, 2020, it'll be exactly 5 years since uh 
Fury Road came out, I would be... Okay, I don't know. Maybe I'm betraying myself. Like, if if George Miller doesn't do another Mad Max film, part of me would be really sad, but, like, we had Fury Road. That movie was a decade in the me- in the making. It's a magnum opus. Mm-hmm. I would be fine. But if George Miller decides to get back in the saddle again, I, I just... He's an auteur, so I cannot wait to see what he would do. Yeah, I mean... It went from one of those movies where Stan randomly texted me and was like, are you free today? And I said, yeah. He was like, dope, let's go see Mad Max. And I was like, don't know what the fuck that movie's about. Let's do it. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> to being like some amazing ass movie that I love and put me onto the entire Mad Max series. Yeah, and what's great about it, like, it's... Uh, it was designed in a way where where... You didn't have to watch any of the other films to really get it. I mean, they reference like it very lightly. Um, like for example, um, Mel Gibson's Mad Max. Like in the first one, um, he, he, his leg gets run over. Uh, so in the future movies, you see him make like a makeshift brace. Um, and then if you notice closely, Tom Hardy still has that same brace on his leg. It's like, oh shit, this is like the same canonical Max from the other films. Um, so it was a very slight, a small touch. Um, at the same time, that just George Miller just completely outdid himself, uh, like focusing on a majority of practical effects and building this new world and um, just creating like this, and also just keeping the tradition alive. Like of this, like the Mad Max universe, it, it was always really over the top and then and a little bit out there uh, especially with like road warrior where it really popularized like the the pseudo like smm inspired punk rock um post-apocalyptic look where everyone's using like the repurposed football pads and leather shoulder pads as armor and and then they just went even further with fury road with like war boys and uh, I just love it. Now, now the big question, Andy, is now that it has won this illustrious title, can we make Ryan watch it? <laughs> Listen, I don't think fucking anything is getting Ryan to watch that movie. I know. I, I mean, I, in I, our I, in our mini in our like little mini podcast session at the bar, uh, I'm pretty sure we. I said that my yearly goal was to get Ryan to watch that movie. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. We'll see. So Ryan says she'll consider it. And it's like, okay, that's that's progress. So Did she not say that she would watch it before she got married? Oh yeah, she did. Oh whoops. <laughs> she is a married woman the boat on that one. who uh has still not seen Mad Max. It's okay. It's okay. I mean this is the year. This is this is our twenty twenty resolution. This is the year of the war, boy. Wow. Yes. <laughs> uh, well, yeah. Thank you, Andy, for bringing that up. Because no that's problem. it's amazing. And yeah, that was... we'll get Ryan to watch it. It'll be great. So, yeah, about 10 days ago, Nintendo dropped their Pokemon Nintendo Direct. And it was chock full of brand new Pokemon news. And as the Pokemon Master... We're dying to talk with Andy uh, about his thoughts about this. So, um, 
the first part of the Nintendo Direct was like a remake or sequel of Pokemon Mystery Dungeon, uh, Rescue Team DX, I believe. Yeah, it's so a remake a of Rescue Red Rescue. T- yeah, it's a remake of uh, Red Rescue Team and Blue Rescue Team, which were on the DS and the Game Boy Advance. Yeah, and that first came out so, 2006, I believe. So it's been something almost like 14, that. 15 years uh, since it's come out. Uh, I actually never played it, but the demo was available the same day the Direct came out. So I was actually playing it uh, earlier today. Uh, I really enjoy it. Like, I- I'm a huge fan of dungeon crawlers. I'm still, I'm like 20, 30 minutes into the demo. And I've been enjoying it. Like, so it, you first start out as a human, but you transform into a Pokemon somehow. So my Pokemon, uh, I, I turn into Pikachu, and my ally is Cubone. Uh, you rescue a Caterpie, and then you start a rescue team. So the premise, I just, I just, it's, uh, it's really simple. I just love, I just love the dungeon crawl element, and um you get to level up you get to like customize your move sets and then you just collect loot and treasure so i'm all a sucker for all that kind of stuff so i've been enjoying this demo so far there are some things that like i've played a lot of the rescue teams um i didn't play super rescue team though i think that's on the 3ds i have it but i just never really got into it i have a few issues with the game um like the series and as a whole but overall i enjoy it um my issues with it is like i like to i like to be a completionist but let's say if you have a cubone for instance and you decide to evolve your cubone into a marowak in your friend decks it doesn't say that you ever had a cubone because your cubone's a marowak now so it doesn't count so, like, if you want to complete the entire friend decks, you have to, like, recruit... If that evolutionary line has two two stages, you need three Pokemon to have all three uh, stages. So... So it just creates more tedium. Yeah. And then it's, like... It's up to chance if, if you can recruit a Pokemon or not. So, like, you can run into a Mew in the dungeon and beat it, and it won't necessarily join your team. It's up to chance. It'll randomly be like, oh, can I join your team? Is and there ways to boost the chances? Like- there are. There are ways to do that. But um, also, from what I remember, you can't just leave the dungeon and have that recruited Pokemon with you. You have to actually complete the dungeon for them to completely stay with you. Mm. So, which is hard because sometimes you'll recruit like way lower level Pokemon. And then if they die on your team after you recruit them, they, they're just not on your team anymore. That sucks. Yeah, so there are little, like, nitpicky things with it, but I think it's a fun game. Mm-hmm. Fun series, rather. Okay. Uh, and have you tried out the, the demo yet? No, I haven't. Okay. So, I don't know, maybe that's... Uh, so, I mean, we'll... We won't know until it's actually released, but maybe that's something they addressed already, uh, like the the friend decks issue. Um, that's possible. I don't know. I've been enjoying it so much so far. Also, for those of you who did not watch the Nintendo Dark, 
if you do play the demo, whatever you played in the demo carries on to the actual game if you decide to get it. That's right. Save data. That's always nice. But, on to the bigger news. After they revealed the new Pokemon Rescue Team DX, um, they announced two DLCs coming for Pokemon Sword and Shield. So there's the DLC pack called the Isle of Armor, and the other DLC pack is called the Crown Tundra. These DLC packs are completely taking place of a third installment game. So there's not going to be a Pokemon Platinum, Pokemon Crystal, Pokemon... Uh, I can't think of another third installment. Yellow. <laughs> uh, Ultra Sun Emerald, and Ultra Moon. Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon. Instead of that, we're going to be getting a DLC pack, which is only $30 for both of them. Which is not... That's a pretty great price point. Uh, especially with the amount of content they're promising. And if you decide not to get the the DLC pack, that's perfectly okay too. Because you will get the updated Pokedex with a free update. Hell yeah. And then and there's a 200 Pokemon... Two new, new Pokemon that you can catch... And plus, there's also new exclusive Pokemon, like, like already you can get the Galarian Slowpoke. And then once the DLCs come out, you can get the, those special items respect to the Sword and Shield to evolve it. Um, there's also new Galarian forms, such as Galarian Articuno, Galarian Zapdos, and Galarian Moltres. All your starter Pokemons get Gigantamax forms. And then they teased like Gigantamax forms for like the like the original starter like in the Nintendo Direct video you saw Gigantamax, uh, Venusaur and Blastoise. It's like oh shit, this, these designs look awesome. They announced that there's gonna be new areas to do raids in, so there's gonna be a fuck ton of more raids. Uh, so between the two DLCs, so the first one. Um, Isle of Armor. It's the 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 main theme about it. It's called growth. So the the main premise of it, you encounter a new rival character. Um, whose whose name is Mustard. He was like the longest reigning Pokemon champion and Leon's former mentor. So you train with him, and you get this really cool uh fighting Pokemon called the uh, Cub Fu. Uh, so uh, so basically, it's it's more it's it's about training, making yourself. And uh, more powerful. Uh, and, um, jumping off of Andy's point uh, with the Crown Tundra, the main theme is exploration. It's going to introduce this co-op gameplay feature where you can explore more max raid dungeons and dens together. Um, and this is where you can do max raids for a ton of legendary Pokemon, including like the Galarian forms of the legendary bird Pokemon and like Mewtwo and Entei. Like the amount of legendary Pokemons like they're bringing back is insane. I feel like it's most, if not all of them. Let me see. So we got the three dogs. We got Lugia, Ho-Oh. Uh, the three Reggies, both Lotties, Kyogre, Groudon, Rayquaza, Uxie, Masperit, Azelf, Dialga, Palkia, Heatran, Giratina, and Cresselia. Um, they're bringing back Larvesta and Volcarona, uh, which I don't think are considered legendaries, but they're fucking awesome. Uh, Tornadus, Thunderous, Landorus. 
uh, Evatile, Xerneas, Zygarde, and the uh, Tapu. The three, uh, the four Tapus. So that's a lot of fucking legendaries. A lot. It doesn't look like it's any of the mythical, so... I mean, we already have Mew, but... Uh, it's not included. So Mew's not included. Oh, Mewtwo's not on this list either, actually. Mm, really? I thought I saw Mewtwo on the Nintendo Direct video. That's weird. This is only X amount of, like, Pokemon revealed, so we don't know. There could still be way more Pokemon. This is all that was, like, seen through the Direct, and I guess interviews and whatever the fuck um but yeah i know mew's not included in this list but if you pick up the pokemon the pokemon, pokemon go go plus but, yeah go plus uh you get you can transfer that mew into your um into your game so I, actually i have a mew right now so i have one cool. also hell yeah um so andy mm-hmm. like what are you most excited about this about all these reveals? Like it's insane. There's a, there's a lot to digest right now. Wait, what about what about the new legendary Calyrex? Oh, of course, and with the rocking like Triforce <laughs> tattoos. I love yes. it. <laughs> Grassic, uh, grass psychic Pokemon. Seems very interesting. Um, also, I don't think I ever got a chance to speak about this, but so I'm a competitive player. I'm so. I use Smogon because people will help, like, create uh, movesets for Pokemon for based on generation, double battles, what, uh, what class you're trying to battle in, and all that other stuff. So I was looking through that because I was like, oh, I need one more Pokemon for my team. What is it going to be? So I'm scrolling through the list, and I actually saw Melmetal on that list. And I was thinking, like, you know what? They didn't add Melmetal to this game. Like, Meltan and Melmetal, they were only in Let's Go, and they're in Pokemon Go. So I thought they were from this generation. So then I keep scrolling, and I saw a Melmetal Gigantamax form. And I was like, well, this is interesting, because I've never seen anything about this. Period. So I'm wondering if they're going to add that in with... uh one of these aisles maybe the aisle of armor mm-hmm. that sounds dope yeah there's still like a bunch of question marks here yeah i think i think it's it's that's just amazing i i love how they're they change up the format so you don't have to start a new game you can just ori- use your original save data and then you know i know so people have were complaining so much about dexit and you know they, they didn't have to wait that long you know uh Nintendo Direct just came in. It's like, hey, we're adding 200 new Pokemon. And if you don't get the expansion, it's also a free update. And um, and then there's so much like, like you could get your, you could get Bulbasaur, Ivasaur, Venusaur, then Squirtles, um, just an Isle of, of, of Armor. Uh, and then like for Crown of Tundra, you could get like oldies like Nidoran, uh, Zubat, Electabuzz. Um, plus all these new legendaries, it's crazy. Um, so, and I, we, we don't even know, we only know of these two expansions for this year. Uh, and I feel like Game Freak is just going to continue to create more DLCs. Um, so maybe down the line we'll, we're going to actually get like 
an almost complete, if not uh, actual complete decks of 800 Pokemon, which would be wild. And you know wild. what? This kind of um, this kind of shows me that they're not gonna just give us the same Pokemon because, for instance, Moltres, Zapdos, and Articuno all are Galarian forms. Then we got Galarian Slowpoke, Galarian Slowking, and Galarian Slowbro. So it's showing me that they're working on a lot of new designs. So it's not just like a copy-paste dump of most Pokemon. And after this update, we'll have 601 plus, because they said 200 plus Pokemon they were adding. Exactly. Exactly. So we'll have 600, 601 with Mew. Mm-hmm. Uh, plus Pokemon out of 890. Mm-hmm. That's so, a good ratio. Yeah, now we're getting like way closer to that 900 number. And then um, I think sometime next month they're, they're, they're going to be launching the Pokemon Bank. So that's going to be a lot, so much more manageable to transfer uh, and um, organize, collate all your Pokemons. So I think at the moment... Uh, it covers all the Pokemon Go games, and then it would obviously cover Sword and Shield, and then obviously it'll cover all the all the expansion packs as well. So it also uh, covers Pokemon Go. Hell yeah! And and uh, I believe it's also gonna cover, if I'm not mistaken, it's also gonna cover like Sun and Moon, uh, Ultra Sun, Ultra Moon, X Y, like oh no way! That's cool. I think it it's for every Pokemon game. Oh sweet, that's very cool. Um, but yeah, Andy, what what's standing out most to you as most exciting? Like for me, I am really really excited to check out Cub Fu and uh, Urshifu, and I, I I have Sword, but I really really want um, the Shield version of Urshifu, like the the fighting water type, because. Its fighting style is is like rapid fire punches, and that just that reminds me of like Donnie Yen is it man, just like just this giant bear using Wing Chun Kung Fu. It's like I want it. I want both of them. Urshifu doesn't change based on like your game. It doesn't. Well, doesn't it have like two different fighting styles? Like, or isn't it two different types? Like, I think Shield has the Shield version of it. It's like fighting and dark. No, I think they said that it was based on, like, a choice in the game. Oh, okay. I must have... Well, my bad. I'm Look at me spreading misinformation. I'm sorry. Yeah, it Urshifu. says right here, Urshifu form depends upon choice made during your adventure. Oh, okay. So you can pick whichever one you want. Oh, sweet. I, I need both. <laughs> I want rapid strike style. That's what I want. Water fighting Urshifu. Uh, so that's what I'm most excited for. Oh, Oh, wait, let's talk about the two new Reggies also. I'm gonna call them Reggie Thunder and Reggie Dragon. Yeah, man. So I was actually on, um, Reddit, because I've been going on Reddit a lot lately, and someone mentioned that Reggie Dragon looks like the, um, entry point for Hammerlock. Oh, you're right. So I wonder if that has any type of connection. Yeah, the the, Reg- the Reggie Dragon. You're, you're talking about like the red and the red and black dark. one. Yeah, yeah, and it's it's not even like a, like an actual sprite. It's like it was concept art that they showed um, during the Nintendo Direct video. 
don't know. There are some interesting things about this direct. Uh, I'm probably most excited for what the competitive scene is going to look like after this. Mm-hmm. Because they're, um, from what I've seen, they're bringing back some, like, some pretty competitive Pokemon. Um, they're finally fucking bringing back Zubat. I'm so excited for that. So I can shiny hunt my shiny Zubat. So um, wait, uh, for Zubat, like, it, I again, like, I know nothing about the competitive scene. Is Zubat, like, a really powerful Pokemon in the competitive scene? Uh... I wouldn't say really powerful. I just personally really like Crobat. It's fast. It hits hard. So I just really enjoy it as a player. And I've always used Crobats on my team. Um, If anyone has ever seen any of my, like, battles or, like, have battled me, they infamously know my Crobat named Kiwi. Oh, no. He's he's, (laughs) pink and green. Uh, he's a little bit of a badass. Nice. <laughs> but there are some like other competitive Pokemon, Chansey, uh, C- uh, Kingdra. Um, one of the biggest is uh, Landorus. Landorus is like one of the most infamous legendaries in competitive. Um, yeah. So, um, this also Talonflame. Talonflame was a huge competitive Pokemon, so there's a lot. <laughs> and this is only of what we know right now. Garchomp. Yeah. Yeah. Ten days. Ten days after the direct and like all this this is a ton of stuff to digest. Um do you have any predictions of what they'll announce in the future? Um uh or I, I didn't Isle of Armor comes out in June, um, and it seems like this is a huge, huge expansion. So what what else do you think they would add? Like, more Pokemon, or even more Galarian forms? Hmm. I'm hoping for more Galarian forms. Um, for Pokemon, I'm trying to think of what would fit, like, the theme of armor and growth. Uh... Maybe more Pokemon that, like, evolved. Uh, so, like, Unova... No, not Unova. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, Sinnoh Evolutions. Because there are a lot of Pokemon that didn't evolve from, like, Kanto, but have evolutions in Sinnoh. So, for instance, uh, Porygon Z. Um, Probopass. Um... What else do we have here? Yen Mega. Um, Magmortar. Electivire. Tangrowth. Licky Licky. There's like a lot of evolution happening in that, in that like timeline. So maybe more of those type of Pokemon. And I would really like to see some of my favorite Pokemon. Greninja. Um, yes, Greninja. Um, Swampert. I would love to see Swampert. And maybe more Gi- uh, Gigantamax. There are a lot of Pokemon that I've seen cool-ass concepts on the internet. 
that don't have Gigantamax that like fans made Gigantamax look in Pokemon for. Alright, so there's one for Bolt Hound. There's one for Gardevoir. Uh, I've seen one for um, Gallade. I've seen some for uh, Swampert, Surfetched, Typhlosion. There's like a lot. But there's Meganium, Girafferig, Cofagrigus, uh, Wailord, Tyranitar, Clefable. Those are some that I didn't name. So there's a lot. I mean, the fans are really fucking creative. I'll give that to them. Uh, speaking of Gigantamax, um, I want to get your thoughts on this. Um, so... There was a lot of chatter uh, about Inteleon's Gigantamax form. I don't know why people... everyone's so mad about this, dude. I I don't get it. Like, like, okay, so like, if you if for anyone listening who doesn't know hasn't seen it, um, you could grab you could Google it, and I know that there's like at least two specific moments in the direct the direct where they reveal it. So. Inteleon's Gigantamax form, it's, it has, he's standing on this blue crow's nest. Um, it looks like a giant, super tall, uh, like a water tower. And then, like a circular almost. platform. And it, I'm sorry? I said it's like a, like a tower of water almost. It, exactly. And he's, he's on, he's perched on top and, um, it, he's holding what looks like a, uh, a gun. Now, People lost their shit over this. Now, for me, I don't think it was that weird because, like, we had Blastoise. Blastoise has literal cannons coming out of its shell. Uh, And those were, like, water cannons. And I feel like that's the same thing with Atelier's. He's not shooting actual bullets. He's shooting, like, like, streams of water. And I don't get it. I thought, I think the design looks really cool. After everything that I'm looking at, I I looked at another picture of Inteleon, just so that I can reference it while we're talking about it. Um, and his gun doesn't look like a gun. What it looks more of is a spear gun. Mm. Oh, a harpoon gun. Okay. So it, it kind of looks like that. And looking at the picture now... His finger just is, it's water extending as a barrel from his finger. It's, it's the Yusuke spear gun gun. <laughs> yes. <laughs> he, this is definitely a harpoon gun and people need to shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> chill guys, chill. It's, it could be fine. Yeah. What's your, what's your favorite Gigantamax form that was re- revealed so far in the their direct. I don't know. Maybe Gigantamax Blastoise. Oh yeah, and you know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna take a look at that again. Gigantamax Blastoise. Because I, I I'm ta- I'm torn between uh, Venusaur and Blastoise right now. Oh, like, let's I also love- let's also not forget that people are gonna be mad about Inteleon's gun, but Blastoise has a shell with like a thousand cannons on it, and that's okay. Yo, do you know? I I feel like Bl- Gigantamax Blastoise reminds me of like Gundam Heavy Arms, just like <laughs> <laughs> look at all these. He has like five, six different guns on his on his body right now. It's beautiful. 
Yeah, you know what? Did you get to the Blastoise? I, Blastoise was always my favorite out of Oh, the... Gigantamax Urshifu looks dope too. Which one? Got Gigantamax Urshifu. Oh, Urshifu. Urshifu. Like which which version? It has two different versions. And both of them look really yeah. cool. In, a, in Nintendo Direct, there was like a CGI cutscene where it has both of them. Yeah, I'm excited. I <laughs> I love the really crazy heights they give these Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> Like it says, Rylaboom in Gigantamax is 91 feet, 10 inches plus. Hell yeah. <laughs> Actual kaiju battles. I oh, here it. we go. Inteleon, 131 feet. <laughs> Higher ground odes. <laughs> if I use a G-Max Inteleon, I'm going to name him I Have the High Ground. Yes, Kenobi would be so happy. <laughs> and then I'll have a Charizard called, I hate you. I hate you. <laughs> you were the chosen one. You were my brother, Anakin. Wait, is there enough characters for, for names that long? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, not for that whole sentence. No, no. <laughs> Oh, jeez. Oh, uh, man. Andy, uh, anything else about Pokemon we should talk about or mention? Or- I'm really excited. Um, Isle of Armor is dated to release in June mm-hmm. 2020. And the Crown Tundra is in the fall of 2020. Hell yeah. So we have about five months before Isle of Armor comes out. I'm excited for it. I'm going to... Mm-hmm take what i can get right now um with the 200 i have um i am actually probably attending the regionals in may oh snap so we'll see how that goes i don't know if i'm that good at competitive no andy no believe in yourself believe in (laughs) believe in the you believe in me that believes in your pokemon you'll win i shall try (laughs) Uh, yeah, I just, I need to catch up. Uh, I need to finish my decks. Uh, I've been grinding for levels, um, yesterday. Um, so before I know it, before I know it, Jude's here. And like, Jude sees far away, but like this year in general, there's going to be, there's going to be so much stuff coming out. Like, like for me, like like the Kingdom Hearts DLC, Kingdom Hearts DLC, uh, it was pushed back a month, but FS7 Remake's coming out in April, uh, and I'm very hyped about that. Resident and, Evil uh, 3. That's right, yes. Jeez. Ugh. Um, there's uh, Dragon Ball Z Kakarot just came out, and I'm pretty yeah, sure that so, holds yeah. me over for a bit. Yeah, we got 100% platinum that. Uh, and even if there's a lot left to do in uh, Pokemon for me... Um, I just got to Master Ball rank in singles in the Battle Tower. So now I'm trying to get to Master Ball rank doubles. Um, I'm also trying to hit Master Ball ranked in ranked online doubles. So mm. there's a lot going on. A lot going on. Mm. Oh, Andy. So, um, so obviously we are very excited about pokemon 
But do you know what the internet's not excited about? Another fire, a fire emblem character in Smash. Oh my god. People are so salty about... I actually didn't see the Smash reveal. I just saw the character. Oh, okay. Yeah, so I I have no... So it's, uh, what's his, what's her name? Oh, God. Gwyleth? Grilith? It's, like, the main character from Fire Emblem, like, Three Heroes. Um, and I've been seeing so many memes of people getting tired of Fire Emblem people getting, like, quote-unquote overexposure in Smash Ultimate. Like, I don't, I don't have an opinion about it. It's like, oh, cool, another Fire Emblem character. Like, yeah, that's, yeah. Um, but, uh, I didn't know if you had an opinion about it, but the internet certainly does, and they're not happy. Uh, their sword looks cool as fuck. Mm. That's my only opinion about it. <laughs> and the armor's Excellent. badass. Hell yeah. Um. I don't mind another Fire Emblem character. People are just butthurt that, like, Goku's not in it. <laughs> that's realistically what's going on but what about goku <laughs> also for smash characters like yes it's another smash character but fire emblem only has eight characters in smash whereas mm-hmm. let's go to something like a mario mario has nine characters mm. So, like, is it any better? Andy, you're, you are the paragon of virtue and truth and rationality. So, you just devote everyone. Pokemon also has eight characters. This is true. <laughs> and if you want to count Charizard, Ivysaur, and Wartortle, as, uh, or Squirtle, as their own character each, then Pokemon has ten. Mm-hmm. And and also Sakurai, he 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 said there's another wave of characters, which includes six more additional fighters. So, you know, just be a little bit patient. I mean, you know, Goku might show up in one of those. Yeah, like I get it. They have a lot of Pokemon characters and a lot of Mario characters because that's what's popular. And mm-hmm. that's what you have to understand. They're going to release characters based on popularity. And right mm-hmm. now, Fire Emblem is the fucking wave. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. I haven't even played the new Fire Emblem game, and I know. Mm-hmm. So, like, before people get mad and upset, I think you should do the research. Like, it didn't even take me that long to figure out that Mario had that many characters here. You go into the fucking smashbros.com slash en underscore au slash fighter slash index dot html. Yes, I just read that whole thing. Yeah, man. <laughs> you go there and you can click on the character, like a character. So like Donkey Kong, for instance. And you can see how many characters from the Donkey Kong series is represented in Smash. And like the first thing I clicked on was Mario and I see nine characters. It's not that bad. Mm. Stop complaining. Yeah, you got you guys be fine. Um, okay, Andy, pop quiz. What is your ideal picks for characters in the next wave? So you have six more fighters coming out in Ultimate. Who would you want to see? Uh, Battle Network base. Okay. Okay. Um. So Battle Network base. 
Uh, who else do I want to see? Shit. Dante from DMC. Dante from DMC. Hell yeah. Or Virgil. Either or. Or both. Why not? <laughs> um. Hmm. Damn, this is harder than I thought. Okay, we can alternate. So, f- oh, your first pick was uh, Dante and or Virgil. And base. Uh, and yes, okay. So, <laughs> I want Kevin from Captain N, <laughs> the <Ooh>. Game Master. <laughs> and he has... He, 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 so, he, he uses the power pad and the power glove and the NES zapper. Um, that's what I want. Kevin from Captain Ed. Okay. You got one more pick. Okay. Uh. Let's see. Oh, I definitely just thought of one. (laughs) You did. But I'm gonna Uh, wait for you to go. Excellent. You know what? Cause, cause of. Because of the remake coming out, or FS7 remake, I want Sephiroth. Not a bad pick. Mm-hmm. I want Mr. Rossetti. Mr. Rossetti? <laughs> yes, that's very good. Um, Okay, my pick. Uh, Jeez. Now I'm drawing a blank. Jeez. Uh, you know what? Uh, we have some Belmonts already. So I would love to see Alucard um, uh, in there. That'd be awesome. Not bad. Mm-hmm. I would say Arthur from Super Ghouls and Ghosts. Yo! Or super go- uh, <laughs> goblin, ghost and goblins. Hell yeah! Um, how many we're on? I think it was at three. Uh, I'm on four. Four. Okay. Uh, you know I was watching. Oh no! Wait, that's not a that's not a Nintendo character. Darn it! Never mind. Uh. Okay, come on, guy. Come on, Sakurai. Where's Waluigi? I want Waluigi. Wah! Wah! <laughs> hmm. I feel like I need to think of a really, really niche character. Mm-hmm. Um. And I'm gonna find one. Okay. What about Mike Tyson from Punch-Out? Mike Tyson from Punch-Out? Yeah, man. Did did you just get Mike Tyson, like the real Mike Tyson, to do voicing for it? Oh. That is a very good pick. Uh, Okay, my next uh, pick, our our favorite, everyone's favorite shark boy from Breath of the Wild, Prince Sidon. I want Prince Sidon. Alright, well, this is my last pick, so I need to make it count. Mm-hmm. Hmm. 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 
How about Team Rocket from Pokemon? Oh, and they play like they play like Pokemon Trainer, where they swap out uh, coughing we uh, coughing Arbok and Meowth. Awesome! Yes, I I fully endorse that. That is a very good pick. Uh jeez, my last one. Uh I'm trying to blank. Oh, you know what? Uh cuz of his legendary status as um as Pokemon president for the longest while. Oh, Pokemon US uh president for the long for the longest while, Reggie fills a May. Yes, <laughs> I want him as a character. <laughs> give us Reggie and give us him now. Indeed. Okay, you here to hear our official picks for the next wave. <laughs> that was like the next two waves. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That's right. Uh, or just put good. all those names in a hat and just pick them out at random. Hell yeah. <laughs> Uh, Reggie, you did us proud. That's right. Go, Reggie. Okay, Sakurai, you heard us. You heard our. You heard our very, very thoroughly researched uh, picks. So, uh, thank you. <laughs> uh, you are, I will, you're welcome. If, if he doesn't give us Reggie, I would also take Sakurai in the game. That's right. That'd be awesome. Or uh, Masuda from the Pokemon Company. Yes. <laughs> Or what if what if they they're they're like a trio and you can like just like you can switch them out and one of them one of them is like focuses on like defensive moves one of them focus on punching one of them focus on kicks and then they just do like team combos <laughs> oh hell yeah <laughs> I feel like that would be ridiculously hard to program but. Nintendo will figure it out. Nintendo, you will figure. It. Yeah, they have they have the, the just best like talent. whenever we pitch some weird shit to Disney, it's like they have the money. They have the money. Just throw money at the problem, and you'll figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> sure, uh, this geez. is gonna be really hard to program. Just throw like a lot of hundreds at their face. <laughs> <sighs> awesome. Ah. Uh... Well, yeah, Any Andy, last words that... for Pokemon? And, and... <laughs> oh, um, so this is slightly, slightly related to Pokemon. So, have you heard of this, uh, of this game, Andy? It's called Temtem. No. So it's, it's a, uh, it's like a an homage slash Pokemon clone MMORPG. Um, so actually, the last day of the beta slash stress test are today, and it'll be launching on Steam next week um, for early access. So it was it started as a Kickstarter project in 2018 um, by team, uh, or I'm sorry, developer Krima, and also in support with the Humble uh, Indie Bundle, and. So they're 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 taking the Pokemon for- formula and transforming it to an MMO, um, and what they 
what they what they've been doing is like focus on so, like like developing more of the social aspects. So, for example, uh, all battles or all standard battles are like two v two. You can interact and trade with everyone, um, and uh, they ha- they're developing their own Pokemon esque uh, fleet of characters and monsters, and. Uh, they're also doing like their own unique twist on the system. Um, so in, in battles, uh, unlike Pokemon where you use uh, PP, uh, here in Temtem, you, you use the stamina system. So uh, certain moves have or expend a certain amount of stamina and you have a limited amount of it and you can still use like super powerful moves even if you have low stamina, but they'll uh, end up injuring your Pokemon. Um, so you have to strategize when to attack or when to rest or when to switch out even more because of because stamina is just like limited um, resource. The typings are very interesting too. Yeah, like uh, their default typings are like mental or for your starters are like mental, neutral, and fighter. Um, now... My roommate, he gave me a code uh, for the stress test beta that's going on today until I think like 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. But right now, right, but right now, like the servers are constantly crashing because like so many people are trying to get in on the last day before early access. So I haven't actually gotten further past than the character creation. But the character creation system was like it's pretty robust. It's a lot more in depth than. Uh, the starting, or the character creation for Pokemon, um, but and there's gonna be similar to like Sword and Shield. There's gonna be a ton of character customizations and um, items and clothing outfits and stuff. Um, but yeah, I wanted to put this on your radar, Andy, because uh, it's just it's a Pokemon like MMO. And yeah, I googled uh, the name and. The first thing that I found up was a article from Game Radar that says mm-hmm. Temtem is both a love letter and a challenger to Pokemon. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, we'll see where this goes. Yeah. It could be interesting. I'm definitely down to play it. Heck yeah, and Steam Early, uh, early Access is going live. Um... Uh... Actually, oh no, wait, no, I, I lied. Not next. Well, technically next week, but uh, uh, January twenty first. That's when it goes on early access for PC Steam. So yeah. So yeah, well, uh, I want to try to check it out later today if I have um less trouble uh, getting kicked out of the servers. Um, and uh, Andy, if you if you're able to get the early access in a couple days from now, uh, maybe next time we we record we can. Uh, give our thoughts about it. Oh yeah, for sure. Hell yeah. Uh, you have any last thoughts? Uh, I need Nintendo fans to stop complaining. Just period. Complaints about the Fire Emblem character. Complaints about the DLC pass. Complaints about Intellion's Gigantamax. Um, dude, like. I don't know. When it comes to the complaints about the DLC, 
I'm like, would you rather them just release the same game with a little bit of extra content two years from now with uh, for a $60 price tag again? Because that's exactly what's going to happen with uh, if you do a third installment. This way I get to keep all my progress and do extra shit. I've, I thought DLC was a great idea since like the 3DS, since we knew that the 3DS could handle DLC capabilities. Um, I didn't think, I thought that they were going to do DLCs for X and Y and they didn't even do a third installment. They just kind of like skipped over to, uh, Sun and Moon. And then we got a third installment for that game. Um, stop complaining. Yeah, be happy, Pokemon and Game Freak and Nintendo. And it's only $30. It's half the price of what a third installment would be. Yeah, and like the the Direct provided so much information and content. And that's and that's not all of it. That's it's like they're 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 still keeping stuff in their back pocket. Um, so just enjoy, just enjoy things. You'll be fine. You guys will be all right. I'm very happy for it. I think Nintendo is doing a great job. So keep yeah. it up. And GG Pokemon. Nintendo. Get those stonks up. <laughs> All right. Cool. Uh, well, this is a Super Nerd Pals. Uh, you can find us on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play. Um, and uh, you can also find us on social media. Uh, so it's at Super Nerd Pals. Uh, particularly on Facebook. You can join our Facebook group facebook.com slash groups slash super nerd where we post news and memes and all sorts of cool stuff and um if you ever have any thoughts about pokemon or smash or just anything in general uh just reach out to us and we'd love to talk to you about it uh like i said before um we plan on doing a future dragon chat episode really soon especially with the release of dragon ball kakarot um, so we're really excited about that. So stay tuned. Also, if you want to challenge me on Pokemon or trade, uh, I've been helping a lot of people complete the Pokedex as well. So if you need help with that, you can get at me on Twitter at SweetJustice1 or at the Super Nerd Pals one. Hell yeah. And uh, if you just want to battle me, I don't... Sure, just talk to me. You can find me <laughs> on Twitter <laughs> at, at KO Ninja for Hire. That's K-Y-O Ninja for Hire. Um, so yeah, thanks everyone. Have a great week. Thanks for listening. And uh, we'll see you soon. Peace. Peace.